Hello, everyone, and welcome to the D Group Leader Podcast. Hey, we're so glad that you uh, joined us today for this uh, kind of special episode because we're going to actually interview one of our own D Group leaders. Uh, her name is Natalie Wall, and Natalie and her husband Sean they lead uh, a D Group. They're brand new D Group leaders. Actually, they just started this year in January, and here's what's amazing: as they got started uh, with their D Group. They uh, only got to meet just a few times before the coronavirus hit. And so then uh, from there, they had to figure out, okay, what are we going to do? And you know what? Their story is incredible because the Lord actually used the circumstances of the coronavirus to help their group grow closer together and to actually be, be more solidified through uh, through this relationship. And so um, it was just incredible what God has done. And so that's the story that we want to share with you today. Now, before we get to that, uh, just a quick announcement as a reminder, we are encouraging all of our D groups to um, to start right now thinking and praying about what you're going to do um, as far as starting to meet together again in the in this summer. Um, and so basically what we did was we said, you know, June 14th is this uh, cutoff day where they're going to allow groups to start meeting together again, according to the state of Indiana. And uh, we wanted to use that day as uh, sort of that marker to say, you know, this is when we want to allow D groups to, to start meeting together if they feel comfortable. And so, of course, groups could, uh, could always, of course, meet online uh, and, and continue to meet online and things like that. But uh, and some groups, you know, some groups are going to be taking a break in the summer, which is absolutely fine too. Um, so we wanted to just encourage you to begin now to think through, to pray about, and to talk to your group about what you are going to be doing as you're looking at that June 14th date. Um, and so if you have any questions about that, go ahead and reach out to me. I'm, I'm more than happy to talk with you um, through that. Uh, or you can also reach out to one of your D group shepherds. All of us are here for you and to help kind of figure out what to do next. Well, without any further ado, let's go ahead and jump into our interview with Natalie Wall. So I, I thought we'd just start, if uh, you can just introduce yourself, let me, let us know a little bit about who you are, um, your family, all that sort of stuff. Okay. Yeah. So um, my name is Natalie Wall and um, I have a husband named Sean and three kids. Um that I had adopted prior to meeting my husband. They're actually my two nephews and my niece, but now Sean and I are expecting our first child. Yeah, so, that's so exciting. Um, when is the baby due? September 6th. Okay. Now you guys have been married just over a year, right? So um, it'll be two years in September, shortly after Remy comes. Oh, two years. Oh, man. That's yeah. flown by. I can't believe yeah, how really fast that's has. gone. That's amazing. <laughs> So, um, tell us a little bit, uh, like, first of all, how long have you been at Stones? Cause I know Sean, Sean was here, um, for a while, but then you, you started coming, did you start coming after meeting him? Yes. So I actually started coming to Stones when Sean and I first started dating. Um, I was kind of feeling God calling me away from the home church I was at at that point in time. I could tell that things were getting more serious with Sean. And so the logical explanation for me was to at least try out the church that he was attending and see if um, that was something, you know, if that was somewhere I could call home. And so I, that would mean that I've been at Stones for 
um, almost three years yeah. then from the first time I came to Stones, I just, I loved it. Um, the one thing that really, I really appreciated was, um, the reverence for God's word and how, um, when they read scripture, they ask those able and willing to stand. That really stood out to me because I'd never experienced that in a church before. Yeah. Yeah. I um, love that too. Yeah. Um, but I also really feel like Stones is really biblically grounded. So that's, that's important for me too. Absolutely. So. Yeah. And we, yeah. we, um, got to know each other one first through membership. Cause I remember what you went through the membership intensive. And so we got to know each other a little bit there, but then, um, this last fall was really cool. Cause you went through our, our Bible teacher training, uh, yes. which was so fun. I, and that was. you did it, you did a fantastic, at, at the end of the Bible teacher training, for those of you that are listening, you have to do a little, a little, tr- a little teaching. You have to do a, take everything you learn to do a teaching. And Natalie, you did a fantastic job with that. That was so well, good. Thank you. <laughs> it was a little nerve wracking, but I love that kind of stuff. So that's so cool. Yeah. That's so cool. Well, tell us a little bit about how the D group started. Um, where did it all kind of evolve from? Um, at Stones, we, um, were invited to participate in a class called Reengage, which was for um, engaged and married couples. And um, being newlyweds and, you know, with our unique situation with the kids, um, Sean and I just felt like that was something that we could really use in our marriage at that time. And it was a huge blessing. We were able to meet um, a lot of great people through that. And our marriage really benefited and grew from that. Yeah. Th- so um, many people loved that class. Like we, we got a lot of great feedback from, from people who yeah. went through that. So that, that's awesome. The definite do over. That's something I think that should be a regular course there. It's a great, great course. That's cool. Um, for, I feel like, you know, beginners, like newlyweds and people who had been married for years, both really enjoyed and benefited that class mm. from that class. But yeah, so afterwards, um, as the class was drawing to an end, they kind of asked if anybody would be interested in joining or leading a D group. And that had really put it on my heart for a while, um, that I would love to, to lead a D group. Um, I think I grow better in that kind of a setting. Like I can be a part of a D group, but for whatever reason, trying to prepare ahead of time and make sure that, um, that I know the material in case someone else in the group has questions and I can help guide them through that. Yeah. That really helps me. Everyone um, listening and, right now is nodding along like, yes, yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, good. So yeah, we, so Sean and I had agreed that um, we would just put it out there that we were interested and see where it went. And um, the church contacted us and asked if we would still be interested, which obviously we 100% were still interested. And so um, shortly after reengage ended our D group started. So it was all married couples um that had just finished the reengage course. Yeah, very cool. Reengage was in the fall. You guys basically started like in January, right? That was kind of when did you guys start December or January? I think we tried to start in December, but we officially started in January. Yeah. So just started in January. Then yeah. <laughs> then eight weeks later coronavirus hits. <laughs> so you guys got yeah. to meet, meet a, a, a few times before right. you guys met together in person. How, yeah. how did it, how was it going? Just those, those first couple meetings, um, like, w- w- did it feel like things were gelling pretty quickly? How, what, what was the, the dynamic and the feel of the group as you were getting started? 
Yeah. Well, I think um, the group from the beginning was a great fit. We all have very similar personalities and um, similar interests. And um, actually, two. So Sean and I, um, and one of the other couples, Sean has been best friends with them for a very long time. And so they already had a really good relationship. Oh, that's cool. Um, and then one of the other couples um, was a part of the same group or table that we were a part of and re-engaged. So we really got to know them pretty well too. Yeah. Awesome. Um, but there was another, another couple that we weren't really familiar with, but um, it was still kind of awkward, you know, trying to figure everybody out and get into that routine. Um, but we could tell that the more we were going to meet, the more we were going to get along yeah. um, and that it was going to be a really well-grounded group. Um, but yeah, only meeting for a, a few, probably what, maybe six times at that point, I think we had met. Yeah. Um, so it was still, it was still that awkward phase where you're doing a study, you kind of just read through the book and answer the questions and there's not a whole lot of feedback. So it was, it was still <laughs> kind of in that awkward stage when the coronavirus all started and I was a little worried what that might have meant for our D group because I didn't want them to feel like, well, gee, we just got started and now we have to wait and we can't get together. Like, what does that mean? But um, yeah, I was, I was really surprised to find that quite the opposite actually happened. Yeah. Through so, that. Well, so. what, what did happen? I mean, so the coronavirus happened, we ended up, um, at first we kind of said, you know, if you, if you guys feel like you need to stay home and stay home, but then it kind of became apparent that most groups probably needed to do that. And that, and so yeah. pretty much every group either stopped meeting or, uh, most groups actually, um, started to try to meet online. So how did you guys tackle that problem? And wh what did, what did you guys do as a group? So initially we started meeting, doing video meetings, um, on zoom and, there were some kind of technical issues and we switched to a different platform, but we, we stayed pretty steadily meeting every Wednesday um, through video meetings. And it was a really difficult decision to make um, whether we wanted to continue to, to stick to the study and really process through that, or just be a social, like be that social interaction during the time where, we really had none from yeah. the outside world because we're all sit at home in quarantine. Right. Um, and eventually Sean and I decided that what we felt like our D group needed the most was just that, that moral support and to know that they weren't alone. And um, we didn't want, I want to preface this by saying that studying scripture is by no means a burden, Yeah. <laughs> but we didn't want to add the, the, the added burden of homework or feeling like, if you got behind, then you couldn't be, you shouldn't be joining the meetings. And we just wanted it to be somewhere that people could go during this stressful time of uncertainty, um, where, where they could just be themselves and just talk about what they're going through, where we could, um, share prayers and praises and, and really come alongside each other and just really do life together. There were, you know, there was a couple in our group that was going through, um, some, some hardships as far as moving when they weren't expecting to. And again, you know, there's three of us that are expecting children in the near future. And so just being able to walk through that season of life together, um, I think was really helpful to each, 
each of the members of our group. Um, and we even, in the midst of the coronavirus, helped um, that couple that was going through the moving process. We actually were able to, you know, glove up and mask up and actually go and help them move, which, well, Sean helped them move. I didn't do a whole lot being <laughs> pregnant, but um, Sean and I had some mechanical issues on one of the vehicles and one of our D group members is a mechanic. So he helped fix Sean's car. We were able to help them move. And so, I mean, the essence of D group is to do life together. And so that means not just doing studies together, but really being able to enrich each other's lives and be there to help encourage each other and spur each other along. And I think that somehow and some God blessed way that we were able to um, to do that more during the coronavirus than we were before that happened. So yeah, it sounds kind of crazy, but the coronavirus is almost a blessing for our D group. So <laughs> yeah, that's really interesting. Yeah, I mean, it seems like uh, for a lot of people, the coronavirus has sort of um, created this. You know, for some people, a lot of urgency, a lot of need, and 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 in a lot of ways, your group said, wow, there's even needs within our group. And so we're going to, we're going to go ahead and tackle those for, for one another. And we, we may have only known each other for a few weeks, a few months at this point, but we're going to go ahead yeah. and just love each other and help each other through this. I think even though we weren't able to meet in person, we were able to bond more emotionally and spiritually through the process, just being able to show each other that you know, regardless of what life looks like right now, we are here for each of you. And they've, they've been just as much a blessing to Sean and I, as I hope we've been to them. So it's definitely been a blessing. That's awesome. That's awesome. So, um, now that some of the stay at home order, order stuff is starting to lift, what's your plan for the group moving forward? So we're hoping to, um, get back together, do like a small cookout and just kind of welcome each other back into, you know, each other's presence. Um, unfortunately, one of our group members is sick right now. Okay. So we're with, with the added uh, risk, I guess, if you will, of the pregnancies, we're trying to be cautious of that. Yeah. And not with, still, sick with not with the coronavirus, but sick, no, not like with another coronavirus. sick. I think okay. it was um, diagnosed as strep throat, but still okay. you know, nobody wants that, especially when you're pregnant. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> so, um, we're just erring on the side of caution and trying to abide by um, the reopening guidelines. That's We're all great. pretty excited about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's really cool. That's awesome. And then yeah. um, are you guys going to like through the summer, are you guys going to meet outside in places? Is that sort of the plan or are you guys just going to jump back in the living room and, and all that stuff? What's, what's the sort of the idea? So the hope is that while the, the, um, that's, that's kind of where the cookout idea came from. So we figured, you know, we would try and hang out outside as much as the weather would allow, yeah. um, just because it's a little less risky. Um, and then hopefully, um, I think there's like June 14th or something, I think is more of the date of which we were, we were looking at starting more in-home, um, visits. Yeah. Um, but we are, we are hoping, you know, as long as risk factors don't set us back, um, to at least try and start regathering soon in as long as we can stay safe in doing so. And 
And that's something Sean and I are trying to monitor as well. Is if, if it's not going to be for our, our members, there's no reason why we can't continue to do so, do our video meetings um, yeah. and kind of start back that way. Yeah. So we're just trying to stay on, stay on top of that and um, assess it as we go. Um, but hopefully sooner rather than later, we'll be able to get back together. So Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Um, your, your group has, um, I think just been a joy to watch, uh, begin and, and kind of as it, as it, as it launched. And, um, I'm excited to see what the Lord does. Uh, even in this next season, you guys have only been together for like, you know, (laughs) six months or so, but um, I'm excited to see what this, these next six months have in store for you guys. So, um, D group leaders, I hope that this was encouraging for you to hear that that even through um, through the darkness and through the storm and through everything that's been going on in our world right now, that God is still at work and God is using these circumstances in order to help other people to grow closer together. And I, I think that um, really the the, the difference uh, you know that 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 was made in this story was that this group said, you know, we're we're committing to one another. We are going to care for one another. We're going to meet each other's needs. We're going to be that 3 a.m. friend for one another. And um, even though they didn't know each other very well, that that became a priority for them. And uh, what an amazing thing uh, to see a group do that just right out of the gate. You guys, um, first of all, uh, I love all of you guys. You guys uh, have been such a blessing to me as you are uh, really leading uh, and shepherding the the. the majority of the people in our church. And so as we're doing that, let's encourage our group members to to live this way, to live in such a way where they are caring for and meeting the needs of the other people in their group. That this that the group that you guys have can be a group that's like that where or whenever anything comes up that people can can really just band around each other. Um, care for one another and help one another in the midst of those circumstances. Well, thanks everyone for joining us this week, and we hope that you'll join us next time on the D Group Leader Podcast.